You're listening to Doing Law Differently. Join me, Lucy Dickens, as I explore how the world's most progressive legal service providers are doing law differently. Hi everyone, Lucy Dickens here. Welcome back to Doing Law Differently and Happy New Year. I forgot just how many law firms closed down completely over the Christmas and New Year period. So if that was you, then I hope you had a lovely break and you're back feeling refreshed and reset and ready to tackle the New Year. At the end of last year, Catherine Thomas tagged me in a Janderstein reflect then elect hashtag thing that was designed to help people think back on the last 12 months, uh, share some reflections from the year and then nominate a few other people to join in. I did that and I thought I'd share my reflections from 2019 here on the podcast and then also share three mindset shifts that I've written about that I think are really essential to transform your legal practice. And I think the start of the year seems like a good time to be sharing these kinds of conversations. So 2019 for me was a whole year filled with reflection, to be honest. I spent most of the year in what I describe as existential crisis mode. I had my second child at the beginning of 2019 and then dealt with a string of personal events, including the death of my grandmother and my mother-in-law that kind of just changed my perspective as these things like life and death do. But on the career front, there were three themes that came to mind to me when I reflected on 2019 and what the year looked like. And the first of those was collaboration. I'm really pleased that the legal profession seems to be starting to get on board with this idea of collaboration and the idea that we actually succeed best when we work together as opposed to working against each other. I am still amazed at how many people are willing to help share, to give time, to offer guidance and support if only we simply ask. And I think it's that ask piece that we often just don't do, particularly in the legal profession. But there are so many wonderful people who are willing to offer those things if we do just ask the question. I mean, so far, we've had 20 wonderful people who have joined me on this podcast who have really openly shared the inner workings of their business, their plans for the future, how they operate. And they have really been quite open and generous in sharing that about their firms. There are plenty more. I've already got eight interviews lined up for 2020, but that's just one example of just how willing people are to share and also how many people really are keen to contribute to the change in our profession and to make it better. So collaboration is the first reflection topic for me from 2019 and one that I hope we can continue on into 2020 and beyond. The second thing that stood out for me as being a theme for 2019 was customers. It was in early 2019 while I was on maternity leave that I discovered service design and it's a discipline that really cuts perfectly across my passions for process improvement operations and management. When I discovered service design, I thought, oh wow, there's a whole group of people out here who are doing exactly what I do, just not in the legal profession yet. And it really opened me up to a whole toolbox of methods, tools, principles that I have spent the rest of the year learning, testing and designing and implementing. We are well and truly in the age of the customer. And I really do believe that the key to business success is to put customers or more broadly speaking people at the heart of everything we do. Technology isn't the answer in legal innovation, 
people are the answer. And I think the more we can understand people, the more prepared we'll be for whatever it is that the future will bring. And of course, technology has a huge part to play. And I say this as somebody who has been heavily involved in the design and development of legal practice management software, which I love. And my legal life wouldn't be the same without that piece of technology. It's crucial. But we have to get the people and the processes. But for this purpose, people, we have to get the people right first. So with that in mind, and those reflections from 2019, I thought I'd also share three, what I'm calling mindset shifts, things that we really need to kind of wrap our heads around in order to transform legal practice. And the first of those is the shift from selling skills to selling solutions. You see, clients don't want to buy legal services What they want is the result that your services help them to achieve. They want the outcome. They want the solution. The traditional way of selling legal services is to list skills and expertise. I sell services in family law, civil litigation, commercial litigation. What do these things even mean? What is civil litigation? To a lay person, they don't know the answer to that question. So instead of selling a list of your skills, sell solutions. Here's a test for you. Do a Google search of your practice area and have a look at the top five or six websites that you find. I guarantee that the majority of them are not doing much more than listing their practice areas, their skills and their expertise, perhaps some cases that they've been involved in in the past. Now, I'm not saying that those things aren't important, but I'm saying that they are probably not the first thing that your customers want to find. They want the outcome, remember? They want the solution to their problem. And yes, it might be your skills and expertise that get them that solution, but they're not looking for commencing an action or a pre-trial conference. They just want to get their invoice paid. So think about things from your customer's perspective and how can you sell the solution to their problem as opposed to the list of your skills? Feeling inspired but unsure how to translate that inspiration into change in your firm? Or maybe you have ideas to shake up your business, but you're having a hard time implementing them. Well, I can help. After 10 years leading law firm development and change, I'm now helping others to do the same. My coaching programs are designed to help you redesign your business to create a simple but significant and sustainable business that will skyrocket your success. Let me help you do law differently. Visit lucydickens.com.au forward slash coach to find out more. The second mindset shift is to work hard once. Although we're often described as a profession steeped in tradition and precedent, when it comes to knowledge management, I think that's one area that we often let slip. We work with information and a lot of it is in our heads and a lot of it doesn't go any further than in our heads. I think what we don't do so well generally as a profession is to record that information in ways that lets us use it time and time again. We might do some research for a client and we might write the world's best letter of advice, But what do we do with it then? Where does it go beyond that letter of advice that means that next time we need to deal with that problem? We're going to know where to find the answer. Bearing in mind that in three or four years time, although this case might be everything to you today, you probably won't remember the client's name or the file, or maybe you've moved to a different firm, or maybe the staff member that was involved in that matter has moved to a different firm. Challenge number two, every time you learn something new or you come up with a clever tactic or you give some pretty nifty advice, ask yourself if there's a chance that that information could come in handy again for you or for your colleagues or for the business. And if the answer is yes, think about how you can store that information so that you can easily find it again. 
you don't need a fancy knowledge management system to do this. You can just start simply. Perhaps you can write an article or blog about it for your firm's intranet. Or if your files are electronic, maybe you can tag the file with some meaningful tag that you can search for in the future. Maybe keep a file note which has links to documents or links to files or just references that will point you in the direction of that piece of advice so that when you're trying to rack your brain to remember it, you know actually you just need to go to that one place, which is that special file note that will link you back there. Or perhaps start a precedent library. Whatever it might be, think about how you can work hard just once and how you can save or store or reuse that knowledge so that you can benefit from it over and over again. And the third mindset shift is to find your niche and then stick to it. I don't think that lawyers are very good at this, but I do think we're becoming better because we are starting to see lots of micro practices or smaller practices pop up here and there that really are just focused on a narrow target market and a narrow practice area. You see, we can't be all things to all people. And if we try to be, we're not going to do it very well. It does seem counterintuitive to design services that only appeal to a small or a specialised section of the population, but a narrow focus really does sustain profit and growth. Particularly in today's world where information is free, vast, openly accessible, customers aren't looking for generalists. When they're looking for a lawyer, they want somebody who has proven expertise, somebody who knows how to implement that information to achieve that solution that I just spoke about before. I actually see this as a really big positive. If you're going to focus on narrowing your services, I think you can use this as the opportunity to work out what work you really love and then set about narrowing your niche so that you can do more of the stuff you love and less of the stuff that you don't love so much. So those are my three things for 2020 that I think you should start the year by working out what the solutions are that you sell, what problems you solve, what outcomes you help people to achieve how you can work hard once, so how you can really benefit time and time again from the work that you do, and then what's going to be your niche and how are you going to make yourself stick to it? Because we all know saying no to work, turning down work is not something that we do lightly. Those are my reflections to get us started into 2020. I'm big on goal setting and planning and reflecting, not just at the start of a new year, but I do it quite often throughout my life quarterly tends to work quite well for me. So that's what I tend to focus on. I'm interested to hear what your goals are for 2020 in your practice. How do you plan on doing law differently in your business? Let me know. I'd love to hear. Send me a message or an email at lucy at lucydickens.com.au. And lastly, I meant to say at the beginning, but I don't think I did because I was too busy focusing on welcoming you into the new year, that in 2020 or going forward on the podcast, I'm going to share a few more episodes that are me sharing more about what I do in the Doing Law Differently space because I'm often asked by listeners about the kinds of things that I do. And I think the easiest way or the best way to share that information is through the podcast. So there'll be a few episodes from me over the coming months about productized services and about business development as I see it through my eyes in the doing law differently space. If there are specific things you'd like to know, then reach out and let me know because I'm happy to tailor the podcast episodes. And in fact, I will be tailoring them to the kinds of questions that I'm asked. So that's all for today. See you next week. So that's all from Doing Law Differently today. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, I'd love it if you could leave a rating and review on iTunes. It makes a big difference because it really helps other people to find out about the show. 
And lastly, if you or someone who you know is doing law differently, then send them my way at doinglawdifferently.com.au forward slash guest. I'd love to have as much variety on the show as possible. So do send them over. See you next week.